Yep, 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 yep. Yes, it's the Finnish Football Show. I'm Mark Wiltshire. This is FFS 30. And as usual, I'm joined by KK. Hi, KK. Hello. Uh, by Rich. Hi, Rich. Hello. And by the other Mark. Hi, Mark. Hello. And thank you, listener, for joining us. In this episode, we hope to get back to something like normal. Wait, wait, wait. Don't all switch off or skip on to the next show in your podcast player. Surely you are gagging for football as much as we are. Keke, how much are you gagging for football? I'm proper gagging for football. Mark, gagging? Oh, like, uh, like, a, 90s, like a 90s football parody video. <laughs> Rich, what about you? This has been the longest eight months of my life since I was a teenager. <laughs> it really has. So we're recording this in the first week of June 2020. There are a couple of key dates coming up in the near future. The Vakas Liga is due to kick off uh, from the 1st of July, although the fixtures are not yet confirmed. And the Sawman Cup has matches scheduled from the 16th of June, so a couple of weeks' time now. So we're going to look forward to those Sawman Cup fixtures and then start to prepare for the Vegas Liga kickoff by looking at some of the transfers that have taken place during this extended closed season, as Rich said, all eight months of it. Um, we're recording this show on Zoom, uh, which is good because we've been without video for half a year. We've now got video again. Um, this does mean we don't kind of go live with the show, but um, it will be published as a podcast and a video. So if you're listening, you could watch it. And if you're watching, you don't want to look at us, then you could just have audio only. So, you know, pays your money, takes your choice. If you can't listen live, which you can't, we still want your input. So podcast listeners use social media to get in touch with your feedback. It's at Explore Finland for me, at Keke Mulleri, at FC Suomi for Mark, and at Escape to Suomi for Rich. You can also find the Finnish Football Show Facebook page and group. Ask to join, we'll let you in. In fact, the page you can just follow. The group is something that we, we let you in. I think we've let most people in. In the last show also, I mentioned Keke's baby, our new Instagram page. Well, turns out he had twins because we've now got a YouTube channel dedicated to the Finnish Football Show as well. Congratulations, Keke. Thanks. I had to do something while I was off work for all those weeks. You were very, very productive, but uh, you're back to work now. Back to work, back to the grindstone now. So, um, yeah, I'm not too sure about it, but the bank manager is very happy. Yeah, I'm sure, <laughs> sure he is. And I imagine your family as well. Uh, yeah. You're going out regularly too. <laughs> uh, links, links to all of this will be in the show notes, of course, on the YouTube page you can make comments there as well under the video if you uh, if you want to reach out to us this show has been pulled together all of a sudden with about two weeks of planning but we still won't have all the usual features so we'll bring back Yasilla Sipuli and following next time I promise so if you three are ready let's make a start and this is where it previously on Podbean I had a whistle sound effect but the whistle sound effect is gone so let's just oh that was good who was that I'm, i wasn't watching who did that one of you whistled it sounded good anyway 
<laughs> I think it's Keke because he's smirking at me. So how about if we look forward to Sawman Cup? I could run through a long list of fixtures, but well, let's maybe I'll do that and then perhaps we can have a little bit of chat about uh, some of our teams being in there or not and uh, and which games maybe we're looking forward to. So these are starting on the 16th, uh, these fixtures on the 16th of June. So it's Korpeve versus Hojiko Helsinki. So that's Kokkola versus Helsinki. Uh, Tips versus Depeas. Kotepe versus Ilves. Ampere versus Hakka. I'll put the... Uh, uh, the fixtures in the show notes, so you can see all of these while you're while you're listening. Uh, and then on the seventeenth, we've got Yippo versus Inter, Carpo versus Coops, Pekka versus Lati, and Olu versus Honka. So I, I I got a feeling in the, the back of my mind somewhere at the start of the year we might have talked about these a bit because they were a couple of weeks away then as well. Yeah. But let's um, let's go through it again. I, I guess Rich. Garpo versus Coops. It's your team. Coops is your team. Um, how are, how I think? I mean, we're going to do transfers later, but just in mm. in general, you you did the interview with Jonne Lindblom from Coops uh, for one of our behind the quarantine shows. But how are things shaping up at Coops? Um, well, I think before we sort of kind of knew when football was coming back, I think Coops had made quite a few changes. They changed their the manager. They brought a lot of new players in. From abroad, they brought uh, Nisila back on loan from Belgium. He was sort of really good prospect a few years ago and, and moved abroad. And it didn't quite work out for him, but um, I think you know they they had a few off the pitch issues as well with um, not quite literally the pitch. And um, <laughs> isn't that on the pitch issues then? Well, it's, well, it's been fixed now. Thankfully, I think like most Finnish clubs, they seem to have taken this opportunity to to returf, but. Um, um, yeah, I think a lot of the planning around the sort of Champions League qualifiers, which again, who knows where those will be now. But um, I think, you know, m- m- the team I support against uh, a team named after my kids' favourite TV character is, um, yeah, be keenly watched in this household. We definitely covered this last time because I managed yeah, to so slip in a little bit of uh, <laughs> a little bit of the theme tune. We're not going there. So it's still relevant. Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, you, so you're you're feeling confident for for Coops? Um, for, for Coops in this round, yeah, I think they they did quite well um, in the group stage. I think they they lost their first game, but won the rest of the games. But um, yeah, I think, I mean, it's it's hard to know how how things will be. I mean, these, you know, the Sawman Cup has essentially become a pre-season friendly tournament, and now in this guise, it, again, you know, after the break we had, we thought we'd be starting the league. It's now become again. A pre-season friendly tournament because this is pre-season again, so um, it's good preparation. And uh, yeah, I, think, I mean, I can't imagine they'll struggle against Carpo, but um, yeah, well, um, you'll see. I mean, I can't even remember how the Connect Four tournament worked out when the, these games were postponed and all the teams played Connect Four on Twitter against each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, didn't even um, see that. I think um, it ended up being KTP won and ended up playing a European playoff against Bayer Leverkusen. Every every competition, every competition we take that that top seed. It's crazy. Can't catch a break. They did well. (laughs) Will um, 
Will it? I know we're going to move on to signings afterwards, but are any of the new signings eligible to play in this in this restart of the cup? I guess they should be if they haven't already played for another Finnish team. But um, yeah. I think in these cases, most of the Vegas Liga clubs make their sort of signings from from abroad. I suppose so. Um, it shouldn't be a huge issue. I was going to say, I think most of the uh, the uh, I was I was talking to somebody that the 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 player registration stuff is is going to be a little bit easier this time around because if anybody take if any player takes a like a like a COVID test and, and doesn't pass it, they have to drop out of the squad for like two weeks and self isolate and then go through a bunch of testing and they have to do that tracing stuff. So I think the player registrations and and all the rest of it's going to be free free for all in a sense because because of, because of COVID. You're sitting there, Mark, with a beautiful Northern Lights background going behind you, uh, and you're merging in and out of it in a quite quite psychedelic way. You have professed a bit of a soft spot for Hoyikor in the past. They're playing away at Korpeve in Kokkola. Um, what do you think? How have, how have things been looking? Well, I guess nothing's been looking at like anything because it's yeah. <laughs> judging, judging by the form in the last two months, yes. uh, we're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would say that. I mean, I think uh, the Tanaka's back, uh, and he looks—he looked like he was pretty ready to play. Um, the, they brought back Robe Risky, so their 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 forward lines are going to have. I think it'll be um, that lad, the 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 new the new lad Brown, New Guinea fella. Yes, the guy, the guy from oh, the guy from yeah, I think he was in the New Zealand leagues, but he's from Papua New Guinea. He'll be the he'll be the target man, and then you'll have the riskies on the on the on the flanks, and you'll have Tanaka dropping back behind him. Uh, and they look, I mean, the, 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 in theory, they look pretty good. They should be sort of well rested, and they should be in in a good condition to go. So, I mean, you know, out of all of the ties, or, or all of the like lower league opposition, Corbeve are probably one of the toughest. So it's a bit of a test, I suppose, but I'd still fancy how you got to go through it. And any any others there that that caught our eye? Any? They're, they're mostly. I, I, they're, fancy, they're, they're, I, I fancy Ilves actually. They they you know they're a bit of a they're a bit of a dark horse. They they normally uh, can can put out a result when they when they need to. So. Yeah, they had a great start to last season, didn't they? And they were mm. they were powering their way up. They they took one of the European qualifying places in the end. So we're going like like we said, we're going on form really from yeah. well, the the, the Swarman <laughs> Cup qualifying games. So these these teams were clearly the form teams back in February, March time. Um, who knows? Who knows where they're at right now? Um, it's not much of a preview, really, is it? When we don't know, we've got no, no recent history. Be interesting to see how Hacker have come out. Um, again, you know, they, they signed quite a few players and since then it, they've invested a bit of money. But I think, you know, they, they're looking like if, if they can get a good run going, um, certainly strong. And um, now they've signed Tamo Tainio's son from Spurs, um, Maximus. I don't know what his middle names are, but um, yeah, yes. Maximus has returned to avenge his father. So <laughs> he should um, he should be in good position to to make a make a real impact, shouldn't he? Even coming from Spurs academy reserves, whatever, into into the Vegas Liga, and uh, should should have an impact there. Yeah, they also picked up Seth Sarinen. 
from from uh, Hoi Eco's academy, who was who was a, well, like a relatively well touted kid in uh, in Hoi Eco. So I think it's likely that they'll that, that he'll play, and he's he's uh, he's got a lot of promise in him. Um, and I think uh, he's, a, he's I think he's creative. He's the same, a similar kind of as Maximus Tainio, which is that he's kind of a creative midfielder, full of running, full of energy. Um, so I think him plus uh, we're, and plus we're all waiting for Aero to to find his feet and find the back of the net because he's due. It's um I was going to say this uh, obviously everyone's everyone's really depressed about the Euros and all that. I mean um, we were all supposed to be off to Copenhagen this weekend, weren't we? But um, but the one person who who this postponement might have done a favour for is is Big Aero. You know what I mean? He's He's back in back in Finland. He's signed for Hacker. He looks he looks from the the little bits of social media that I've seen. He looks fit as a fiddle, and it, it's quite possible that he could play his way back into the national team. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's not. I mean, it's not out of the question. I think um, I think we might have touched on this last time, but but uh, him, Rupe Riski, and Vahid Hambo are all back. And they're all back in the Bakehouse League are almost certainly to get game time and hopefully to yeah. find the back of the net. And, and I think any one of them, if they uh, if they all they have to do is string a bunch of games together, maybe lift a pot and get it. Get if you get in at double figures, you're in contention. Hambo is looking good in the uh, in the cup group stages. Mm. Yeah, he's he's uh, he's filled out. Uh, I mean, he was always I think he was always going to be that kind of burly forward, but he's he looks um, he looks powerful. Mm. He finished yeah. Latin, wasn't it? Yes. Yes. Self self styled. Um, well, I, I spoke to him about it actually once because um, he was at Brighton Academy for a couple of years. He had a lot of injuries, but um, I think he he said no, he didn't come up with that. But he was quite happy to to take the comparison. Sure, sure he was. Yeah, you've got to deliver if you've got that. If you've got that <laughs> comparison, haven't you? Yeah. Uh, I was I'm wondering like. Any any insights from any particular clubs about how oh. they've kept the players fit? During this summer, I've I've obviously got my perspective from what's going on locally here at, at Asicor and and having a few people from the club have taken part in our quarantine season. So I've, I've kind of heard bits and pieces, but from what I understand, many clubs have actually uh, furloughed players or sent the players mm-hmm. on, you know, to to use their use their holiday. And I'm wondering if there's I think in in Sainiyoki, they all of the all of the staff agreed to take a three hundred euro a month pay cut so that nobody would have to be furloughed and nobody would lose their job. Uh, yeah. Which I think, which I think actually will probably do something to pulling the team together and and make um, and build you know, a team building thing almost. Um, but they have been training all the way through and if we go back to uh, speaking to Joaquin Gomez way back um, and Richie Dorman they were they were saying that they in the beginning they had the players training in pairs and those pairs were were kind of like I don't know the left back and the left midfielder or the or the two centre midfielders trying to build up these little partnerships all over the pitch and then that's clearly grown as restrictions over here have sort of started to relax a little bit that's grown into a bigger group and a bigger group. Um, but I wonder if anyone's got any insights from other other clubs. Well, AC Olu had sent their players out working on farms. <laughs> I think they they were doing a lot of fruit picking, veg picking, and stuff. And um, I know what Yuho Makala was working as a delivery driver 
doing sort of medicinal runs to vulnerable people. Um, so I think they they got they made quite a big deal about sort of saying you know it's it's good fitness and it's part of the community and I think they were topping up wages. Yeah, I mean um, it was really interesting speaking also for the for the quarantine series speaking to Marcus Halstey, You know, like and um, it's you know because living here in 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 England, you know, you pick up the newspaper or turn on the telly, and all the news is about the razzle dazzle Premier League, and you know. Uh, Back to Tottenham, they they were getting sort of daggers from everyone because they were talking about furloughing their ground staff and their maintenance staff and and people like that. But then when you speak to um, speak to Marcus, when I spoke to him, and he he mentioned that um, that his club Esberg had, had furloughed uh, their players. So basically, he was he was left, you know, because when you're in a position of furlough, you're not actually allowed any contact with your employer. So they were just left without being out any sort of plan, not being allowed to contact their employer or have any have any contact with them. And um, it was basically, he was just getting on the phone to Yoni Kalko and saying, do you want to, do you fancy going and running up some stairs? Do you know what I mean? So, um, yes. like, uh, which made for some great social media content, watching them two sort of battle it out and keep fit. But, um, but yeah, it's, uh, it was uh, certainly, certainly eye-opening. But, um yeah, they're all back now, obviously. Danish league has kicked off again. They Esberg managed a 1-1 draw at the weekend, so um, fighting to keep their place in the Superliga. So hopefully that goes well for the trio of Finns that we've got over there. There's been some quite innovative stuff going on in Denmark as well, hasn't there, with regards to fans being able to watch, watch the games and somehow be connected. Um, it was Mid- Midgetland who were going to have like a drive. They were going to have big screens outside and, and they got a lot of space around their ground. So they were going to have like a drive-in cinema uh, yeah. experience. And did you see what they did in Australia where they um, allowed people to submit their photographs and they'd print them out and put them in the stand. And then, of course, Brits being Brits got involved and I think Harold Shipman was there and <laughs> um, <laughs> Dominic Cummings had gone for a drive. Um, they managed to pick out Jimmy Savile, but um, yeah, Sh- Shipman made it. So. Brilliant. The, trust the internet to spoil any, <laughs> yeah, any nice idea. A good idea. idea. COVID, in, COVID face. Also in Alberg, in the north of Denmark, they were going to have, I didn't see footage of it by beforehand, they were going to have a huge 40-metre screen along the side of the pitch facing the cameras and people sitting at home like us on Zoom would have their, their kind of little box, their image box, on so the screen there. And they were talking about somehow about getting the audio as well. I don't know how that would actually work in, in practice, but it is quite innovative ways of trying to keep the fans connected. And I, mean, I think we, we feel like we've moved on a little bit from Sormon Cup, but I'm wondering how things are going to be when the season starts. Sanioki has over 2,000 season ticket holders. And at the moment, we're waiting for kind of any any movement, but they're saying 500 people is the maximum that can get together in any one event. Well, at the time of recording, uh, Asiko are playing a friendly next week. Um, and they've said, I think they, they're letting 430 people because then by the time you account for players, staff, referees yeah, and that, there'll be about 500. Mm. Um, and they're saying, again, 
you know, if you've got a season ticket, tough. You might get priority on a ticket, but you can't come in. They're going to stream the match and, you know, pay handsomely for that. Um, but again, you know, um, Cups are playing, uh, I think it's Wednesday week at the time of recording, and they, they've said 450. They're giving masks to everyone as they come in. Um, so you're going to get a lot of people sitting in the stands. I don't know how they're going to space them out again but then you know there's and i'm not going to get into politics but you've got the the issues around the the protests in helsinki in the last couple of days where you've had thousands of people turning up yeah you know again most of them probably quite responsible the mask and and that but still you've you're breaching that 500 people Mm -hmm. guideline and i know that the finnish clubs are sort of you know this is their livelihood you know it's all well and good having the football on if you can't sell much you can't yeah. get many people mm. in so um i think they're having to be quite creative yeah i did see that that the as a season ticket holder we were offered uh the chance to to buy a ticket to be fair Ooh. it's a friendly it's not covered by the season ticket and i uh, i think that the club well obviously every club needs that ticket revenue so i had no issue with that and if only five people five five hundred people are allowed in when the league starts it's not the club's fault so it's it's a tough situation, and like like I said at the start, I really want to go to live football. But if there's only 500 people in there, it's it's like being a plough lane watching Wimbledon in the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> Been there, thanks, done that. Yeah, um, where are the greyhounds? Yes, <laughs> they're gone now. Um, so I don't know. There, there's there's some. Um, creative talk and this is this is not from the club this is just people talking that well why can't there be 500 fans per stand and you know separate entrances and and whatever and uh, you know and spacing people out along the stands i mean it would be nice to see people actually standing at the far end of the ground while 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 i'm at the other end but it doesn't happen that often anyway um I don't know. I, I don't have any answers. I only have questions and, you know, there's four weeks to kind of sort it out, really. I do think, though, that if if um, if there is any any sort of clubs in any nation that can come up with innovative ways to, to monetise digital content or to sort of scrape through this um, this weird situation, I think the Finnish clubs are quite, quite adept to that. Do you know what I mean? Like um, going after... Going after revenue from all different all different streams is basically their that's their the name of their game anyway, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Like um, they have to they have to come up with innovative ways to to create cash flow generally anyway. So um, this and is I just think, another another little test for them. And we've already seen that in some of the uh, away and third kits that have been brought out in the last couple of days. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's just hold on a minute. I think we might be able to see one. Let's cross the fingers. What is he doing? Yeah, I think the, he's getting his dog. Um, <laughs> hold the dog up to the screen. I'll tell you what, though, Mark, that um, that new SU Core third kit, I, I quite oh, like dapper. it. It's dapper. It's dapper. Yeah, I, I must say, and I showed it to Sato, and she was like, oh, I'm not sure. You know, and I'm not sure about the colours, and, and I'm not sure about the sash. And I was like, Oh no, I like a sash. And she's like, yeah, yeah, I know. You said you I'd mentioned to her before that why can't Sanyoki have, you know, a black kit with a gold sash? That would look great. So I kind of I, I'm there as well. And um we'll put a picture in the 
in the show notes to show everyone, but it's kind of orange and navy blue, orange shirt, navy blue sash, single colour badge. It was it was class all the all the way. So uh, and it's 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 a bit of a it's I read it's a bit the colours are a bit of a tribute back to the the clubs that merged to form um, SU Corp. So yeah, uh, yeah, yeah sepsis that, and sepsi. Yeah, sepsi, sepsi, <laughs> sepsi, and um, and the other one, yeah, tepe, tepe, and palo, palo, yeah. So it's a bit of a tribute yeah. to them. We were expecting you to come back dressed in pink, Rich. No, my uh, my hoi shirt's in the garage, so um, yeah, yeah it arrived it, yesterday and it got the woody modelling, so boxed up already. Yeah, well, I've got nowhere to put it. It'll get covered in crayon otherwise. Um, <laughs> just waiting for my uh, Pescara home shirt to arrive so. with the rainbow, nice rainbow and dolphins. Got matching ones for the kids, but yeah, the um, even that that Hoi Core pink number that's a that's mm. a cracking little shirt, nice. yeah. yes. Um, I mean, uh, without turning this into a football kit podcast, the, all the Adidas stuff is real 90s, and uh, Hoi Core making a big thing about the men's teams and women's teams wearing the same kits, and yeah, um. I haven't seen a huge amount of new ones, but um, yeah, I think some uh, some decent stuff. I guess you know, as as it stands, it's just a case of get what you can for the rest of this season. But. I do find it amusing seeing you guys getting excited by badges and kits. When I was a, <laughs> when I was a kid, I was really into football kits, and I spend all my time you know designing kits and colouring them in and all of all of that. Have you stopped then? Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. Well, you know, the, the crayon's broken. I, I stopped. I stopped doing it. Um, I, I don't wear a lot of football shirts, so I buy. I've got a few, but you know, my England shirt is probably fifteen years old. My Finland shirt is even older, and I just keep them going. But so, so you know, buying a new Sadiq one a few years ago. Now the badge is starting to peel a little bit so i think we'll have i'll have for that uh i'll have that orange one Might yeah mm. yeah it's nice um any any others that have caught the eye you say that the that those two have come been sort of announced recently any any others that have, uh, have come out lately you've seen um i mean it's difficult in in finland because of the size of the clubs most of them are off the shelf template the sort that you get in a, a sunday league five aside game except covered in beautiful beautiful sponsors um yeah. I, I think a lot of them are you know those i mean the thing is i think they, they do cost quite a lot of money to to sort out and i think inter have a i'm sure inter also had had a new one but again there's only so much you can do with red and uh, sorry blue and black stripes um you know if you're not going to be bold and you've not got a lot of money behind you but um you know, and again, when when the shirts are so expensive and there there isn't necessarily that culture abroad that there is in in England, anyway, mm. you know where I mean, you can get kits of clubs in essentially Division Ten over here. I think the best I've done is I've got a Atletico Malmi and a Ruiscu jersey, but the Ruiscu one just because it has escaped for me on the front and a badge that fell off in the post. So, <laughs> yeah. I, I I might be wrong, but I think PS Kemi have done it again because I, th- I think they've this season they've gone they've gone back to the diagonal red and blue across. Oh yeah, oh, that was nice. something. It, 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 it's another dapper. It's another dapper attempt. But I'm trying to dig it out and I can't find it. That that Adidas number of theirs from a few years oh, ago was absolute banger. Yeah, yeah. I got Draws one the year after it was Stano, and it was um it was decent, but Stano are budget. Yeah. yeah. 
I, I, um, someone, someone said about the, um, about the new Sanyoki shirt. And they were like, yeah, it's nice, but all those sponsors all over it, it's, it's terrible. <laughs> and and I, I kind of agree. And when I bought this one, it was available without sponsor. Mm. And I'm, I'm too old for all this names on the back business as well. So I just went for the, the plain shirt. And for me, that's, that's nice. So I'm I hoping mean, another uh, one comes with the plain, plain option. All this, all this talk of kits sends us on again to the uh, the national team. Obviously, we we had a little we had a little look at what was believed to be the leaks of um, of the new Finland kits. So, quickly, we, what is what is the deal then? Is is there a mystery here to be un, unravelled? Well, I, I'm not sure, but I mean, obviously, those kits, if they were for the Euro, they, they would have been out by now. Um, Obviously, the Euro's been postponed, so maybe the kit launch has been po- well. Obviously, the kit launch has been postponed, but there's um, there is some there is some internet rumours that uh, due to the lukewarm reception, there could be a design change. Um, <laughs> design. We did run our own poll, our own yeah. Twitter poll, and I think I think it ended up something like forty eight fifty two, didn't it? <laughs> so um, as as quite, all important uh, votes do. Yeah, <laughs> quite um, quite decisive there. But um, but yeah, so there's there's rumours that I don't know we might be we might be seeing a redesign. But I, I have to one, say, can't wait. I have to say, Kiki, we did uh, we recorded an hour long interview with one of the marketing people from Pallolito. Thanks to Mikko for for that. Um, yeah, we didn't ask him about the kits in that whole hour that we were talking <laughs> with him. That might have been a good idea. Well, to be fair, we did we did have more important things to talk about that that very important campaign that they mm. were running at the time, which um, just finished up a couple of days ago. And I, I think I've I've seen um, seen through through Instagram uh, quite a lot of clubs and uh, and across the leagues they've been posting the results about uh, about that came out from that. And and I think quite a lot of people did take up did take up the offer of purchasing those tickets. And um, so well done to everybody who did that. Yeah, I got my ticket, and now they're promising me a package of exclusive content. I have no idea what that means. I guess that means I'm going to be spammed twice a week with <laughs> stuff to read and and look at. But uh, and that's fine. I I and, and I <laughs> when you when you uh, buy the tickets, it says if you're buying more than one, you can nominate someone else to be spammed as well. So Lady <laughs> Sutter got had her email address put there and she's gonna get loads of <laughs> loads of electronic tap through the through the email as well. But but you're right, Kiki, it, it was important. It, it was really important to me to want to just buy I only bought a couple, you know, timed as they are. I've I've been busy at work for the last few months, but it's starting to get quiet now. So yeah. I just thought I want to buy a couple and do the little bit that I can do as well. Every so. every cent counts, you know. That's yeah. just, that's yeah. what it's all about. As as much as you know, whatever you can put in, and it goes to try and keep these football clubs and these leagues surviving when there's not that million dollar TV money flying about. And when we were talking just before about you know getting into the grounds and you know, okay, it may be we, we don't know yet, but instead of being um, be, being this kind of slightly complicated season maybe it'll be simplified fewer games who we don't we just don't know yet um and somebody said well what what happens with my season ticket what if i can't get into the games or what if there are less games and i'm just thinking my season costs 
ticket costs 79 euros. Yeah. If I get if I get 11 home games for that, I'm still on a win. Well, okay, the way Saniyoki played the last couple of years, that, that maybe is is kind of about, about market value. They should value. pay you. Yeah, well, yeah. you know. Um, but still, I don't, I don't, it's not even about the football. I mean, winning and supporting your team, whatever, you know, seeing the winning, seeing the good football is one thing, but just being on the terrace there with the boys, whichever yeah. of the boys turn up and just having that crack is what it's about and coming out of a game I, I'm, I'm missing coming out of a game with, with my voice shocks I've been yelling for two hours mm. so um, you know whatever whatever come happens, back soon I'm, yeah you know that's that's what we that's what we want and, and I guess that's a, perhaps a good place to move on to looking at some of the transfers Rich, before, I'm going to put the link to the, the information you shared an hour mm. or so before this show, which I couldn't make head nor tail of. Can you, <laughs> can you explain? It's a, list, it's a list from Veikhaus Liga, and it's an article um, published oh, a little while ago now. Um, it, it's updated regularly, though. Right. Oh, okay. That, yeah. Okay. But what, what was it showing us exactly? Um, so essentially, it's just showing every Veikhaus Liga club and their ins and outs. Um, so the without an ins uh, and outs heading, yeah, yeah it's got pl- the, pluses the plus and minuses, minus. yeah. So the um, oh, I see. if you okay, yeah, okay. Right, so fine. the plus means they're, they're new signing, the minus means they've left. Oh, well, that makes um, that makes a lot of sense. I hadn't noticed that. I was looking at my phone, so it was a bit yeah. Small, I guess. Um, so as you can see, like some clubs have been a lot busier than others. I think Gassi call themselves have bought about or, or moved on about three clubs worth of players. Yeah. Um, Whereas I think, you know, sort of just scanning through quite quickly, um, some of them haven't done very much business at all. Um, Ilves have only signed one player. I can't understand f- that. I can't yeah, understand that from Ilves. It's crazy. And they've, so they've let, yeah, and they've let a few go and, you know, a couple of them were, were first teamers as well. Um, well, they've let a lot go in, in relation. There's eight out and one in. Yeah, I guess if you're Tariq Kazi and you're offered a chance to move to the biggest club in Bangladesh, then... Uh, you know, you're only human, aren't you? But, um, but, um, but yeah, I mean, the rest of them, there is that sort of culture. There is a lot of churn. The players do move between clubs quite a lot in Finland. You know, this isn't, again, it's, it's different getting yourself out of that bubble in England where, oh, I don't want to sign for that club or that club. Yeah. Mm. Well, I tell you what then, why don't we, now that I understand how to read this, this list, um, Mm. why don't we go through from the top and have a look at each team Let's not read out all the names of the people and where they've gone and where they've come from, but any any particular that sort of jump out from each from each club. Maybe we'd go from the top and start with Coops at Corbio. Um Well, yeah, I mean, uh, Nisila, he's come back from uh, from Belgium on loan. I, I saw him live a few times the last time I was in Finland. Uh, and he was, you know, special at that time anyway. he's He's gone abroad. I think Varigam have signed a... They signed Soicello from Middlesbrough. You know, they, yeah. they have a thing about signing young Finnish wingers. Um, he, did, he didn't do a lot there and he's he's come back. And, um, you know, they, they had a couple of, I think, um, Murillo, the um, was he Colombian, I think he, or Brazilian, he he left to go to Hoyko at the, the end of last season. It was a bit of a change, but um, they they had a big sort of churn again with the, the new manager. And I think Boateng, He's come from Colorado. He was on the books of Man City once, which I think is about as big a claim to fame. It's always 
you know, my dad's mate once had a trial. Um, but he, he was on the books there at one point anyway. And this is the fellow with the with the first name Bismarck. Yes. Let's hope that transfer doesn't sink. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Wait, I think he's, he's in good company as well because I think that Bruno Rodriguez dropped out of Benfica. I think he was on ben, Benfica's academy and then and then dropped out of there. Yeah, so and I think good. Pedro Vitor was... He was actually playing at quite a high level in Ukraine um, mm-hmm. as well and they got him on loan. So That's not bad. I can't understand, or, I, or maybe I don't, I don't... How big a loss is Tuco? Because every time he, I can't understand why he moves at all. Because he everywhere he goes, for me, he seems to do well. He seems to find the back of the net, make goals. You know, he's, he's, he seems like a really solid sort of player. He's got a busy agent, probably. Yeah, I think I think that um, Honkavara definitely got the best out of him last season. Um, when he was at Sanyoki before, underwhelming. When I first saw the name that he's coming back, I, I wasn't too excited. And then I thought, well, he's coming with the manager that made it work last year. He's big, strong. Um, I, I don't I don't necessarily think we've had a lot of players come to Sanyoki and not and not do what they then go on to do at their next club. So I don't necessarily think it's them. Um, but maybe this is a good combination if the if the Sanyoki strike force is built around him. To feed him and play to his strengths, it could could be a good signing. Um, but I guess that's why he's gone. Yeah, his agent and his and his manager have have pulled that one together. What about at FC Inter? What are we seeing here that's uh, catching the eye? Mika, Oye- Mika Oyela is only thirty one. He's been he's been like oh, it's like. You know what I mean? Like the, the guys played for Finland. He scored it. Like he, he was four or five years ago. He was in contention to be in the national team. Um, I don't know. I, I, I always seems a bit like a bit harsh that uh, that that he does that. Yeah, that he's not not been taken up for a contract. I, I think he can still do a massive job in the Bay Coast League. So that bugs me. Bugs me a lot. There's that's a couple. Just, of, that's just a release. Been released. Yeah, I think so. I think his, his contract was up and it wasn't wasn't renewed. I think, yeah, yeah. There's there's a couple of there's a couple of free agents out there, but he's he's one of them. Um, they had a, there's a couple of young Dutch kids come in, Kluster and and Letting, but they they haven't done a great deal of of anything. And then there's a Brazilian striker who's come in, uh, who was it's called Liliu, and he's jobbed around the Maltese league, the Estonian league. Uh, didn't make it in Cyprus. I don't think he made it in Sweden, and is now rocking up at, at Inter. So. Um, I mean, it's a, they were so close last year to getting something, yeah. and and now uh, Kalman, you know, his loan went ended. He's, he's left, and uh, and the the young uh, Slav, is it Kovicic? Kovicic, he's gone also. Like he's he's not back. His loan wasn't renewed, so they're down a couple of like real, real big players for finishing second last year. Get on to. FC Honka. Um, it's weird, yeah. Gideon Barr's gone again. Um, Kazakhstan. Um, yeah, he's had a, an odd career. <laughs> he sort of comes back to Finland as his base and then goes off somewhere else for a bit more cash. But, uh, um, yeah, and Hataka's back as well. Uh, yeah, I like I like the look of him at Sanyoki, but again. It, at the, at the club at a period where things weren't really going 
particularly well for anyone. So I think five or six years ago, he was on the fringe of the Finland squad. I'm yeah. not sure he might have played a couple of those sort of winter friendlies. Did yeah, um, or the B the B games, but yeah, he's definitely sort of on on the cusp of the Finland squad at one point. I think as did Tapio Heikula, who they've picked up. So they yeah. picked up two centre backs that should by now be doing something. And and, and actually, I think they've got the whole, the former Hoi goalkeeper Uzi uh, Talo. So they've shored up the back Honka, which is probably a good thing for them. Decent business. And then we just talked about Ilves. <laughs> <laughs> that mm. one signing of Jorno Vetteli from uh, from Norway. Um, what do we know? Nothing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> diffi- diffi- Be honest. <laughs> uh, okay. Let's. In that case, sorry, Ilves fans, if you're if you're listening, <laughs> if you want to uh, hit us up on social media and tell us yeah. what you've got and what you've lost, then please, please I, do I, I, keep I, it friendly. I don't think you should be sorry. It's their own fault. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they, they just haven't, they haven't done much business like at all. It's, you know, it's not, there's not much we can do. <laughs> but then they, 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 let's be fair to Ilvers. I don't think I mentioned it in the last podcast. They, uh, they did secure a goal of the month in the cup group stages with a penalty. So, um, that's the joy. And again, democracy wins. That was a Facebook vote and they went yeah. for a, pen, a penalty. Right. <laughs> Uh, Let's have a look at Hoyiko. They've been busy. Uh, very always are. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. We talked about Tanaka coming back and Robert Risky coming back into, into the Vegas Liga. So I'd expect them to play. This David Brown kid has got a good. He's got a good record in New Zealand. I think he spent three years in Holland and did absolutely nothing. The other forward they picked up was a, a Macedonian uh, journeyman striker who looks a bit like a target man. But uh, I don't. Is also not really kind of kicked in anywhere. See Rasmus Schiller in there. Yeah, they brought him back. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, he could do this quite a lot. And I think after after last season, did they, was it fifth they came? I think in the end or sixth. Um, you know, they they had a big big old clear out, and um, I mean, Dalstrom's gone to yeah. Moldova, which is a you know got a promising. <laughs> Yeah, and you know he's gone there with with Obilor. Um and yeah, I mean they say they've, they've brought in some more experienced, you know, good top level Vakehouse Liga players from some of the other clubs. But um, yeah, again, it's it's difficult with all you guys. I can't remember a year where they've kind of had a, 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 a well, winter where they've not done a lot of business. Mm. Yeah, that revol- revolving door. Yeah, yeah and I, I, I think that the, the, the thing for me is that they never have a quiet time and who, they, they brought in, uh, was it Ruggiero, the keeper from Rocks? Mm. So that, I, it was, he was a decent keeper in the Vakehouse Liga, but didn't exactly, hasn't stood out in Rocks, but particularly like a lot. He's not like, I don't know. Uh, I, I think that it's been a long time since, since Hoyuko have had a keeper that you could just hang your hat on. So I, I can't understand why they don't go and get one. For all the for all the players they bring in, you know. And let's move down to Marianne. Yeah, they've uh, busy again. <laughs> they have been they've been busy. I, I do wonder with them if they have some some challenges keeping hold of players being so remote. It's a beautiful area, but it's quite remotely located and uh 
Hmm. Interesting to see Maximo Tolonen go there from Sainioki. I'm so that's the one the one person I didn't want to lose. He's he, he wasn't he's very young. He's what is he maybe 18 now? He's been on the on the senior in the Sainioki squad for two years. And again, I think it was a tough decision for him to leave, but wanted to try something different after a couple of years of frustration. And when he got the ball, he was he came on on from the bench quite a bit last year, if I recall correctly, and, and really made an impact. He'd get the ball and just like run, run at the goal, run towards the goal. It wasn't like rocket science, but he's a skillful little player and I, I wish him the best I, as, as long as he doesn't do it against us. I saw, um, I, I think it was Maddenham where I saw uh, Daniel Sherland's name as well. What's, what's the crack with him? He retired at the end of last season. Well, oh, there we go. So yeah. that's him done. Yeah, yeah I mean, because he's been kicking about, for, kicking about for quite a while. I, I saw his name on the list, but I wasn't quite sure what had happened. Yeah, no, he he went back. It was only for last season, and mm, I think just one, um, one year. Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, he packed it in. So. It's a nice touch, though. I mean, like he, he did really well in North Tripping in 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 Sweden. Yeah. So I think it was nice that he came back for the year. And it was also good for the other midfielder was, I think it was Robbie Crawford was the Yank. I think he picked up a deal to go back to... Uh, Char- Char- Charleston. There you go. Thank you very much. He went back to Charleston. Charleston Minutemen. No, that's not it. <laughs> ba- battery. Charleston Barry. Battery, yeah. I should have got that. Yeah, I knew that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but but it's good though because, you know, like, it's... it's, it's the The... The league, the North American league underneath the M- MLS, is, is still a pretty decent quality, and it's nice to have like movement from from Murray and Hamo at the stage. It's good. What about Hifki, the, the local rivals to Hoi or Helsinki? Sakari Mattilai, Fulham, some years ago. Yeah, he was there under Hodgson, um, and he. Uh, he, I mean, he played for Finland fairly recently. Yeah, forty yeah. times, I think. So yeah, and and like within the last couple of years, he's, he's been in the team. Um, I think there was a big story quite recently. He's only just had his because he he didn't finish high school in Finland because he went abroad so young, and he's sort of come back and finally graduated. <laughs> um, but um, but yeah, they, I mean, they've brought some sort of experienced Vegas League players again and um, Hooten and the, the goalkeeper who was at Newcastle yep. obviously didn't, didn't play for him but he was at Ilves before um, yeah. yeah so I mean he must be still only 18 19 yeah. big big though it'd be nice to see um, be nice to see a strong Hifke side you know yeah, it would be, and I think I mean the other guy they picked up is is Joel Merrow, who's who's been trying to get his career back on track for about he did his cruciates four years ago, I think, uh, as he was in the I think he was in was it Word of Bremen's youth team? I think it was yeah. something like that. Did his cruciates in and then came back, and then he, I think he did had a false start at Asiko. So hopefully a bit of a rest and and he can kick on because. But he did, he did okay at Asiko. There was nothing nothing wrong. Again, just in a in a dysfunctional team but I, I thought he was a decent decent player so again good good luck to him I just think it's um, all the all the time that you can have Hifke playing against Hoi Kaur, I just think it's it's a great for raising the profile of the mm. game you know well plus plus Mossa back in the in the Helsinki derby on the, on yeah. the in a red shirt is going to be fireworks it's going to be <laughs> awesome 
And if he's happier living in Helsinki, because he was having trouble <laughs> settling in say New York. You know, no, this is this is true. Does it still uh, hurt? <laughs> no, no, because you know, I'm I'm an older man and I'm I'm quite happy living here. But he's a young guy who didn't fall for the charms of Saniyoki. What can I say? Yes. Uh, it's a shame to see um shame to see uh, Coochie Jr. leave again after the the issues he got up to in the close season. Mm. <laughs> Nat, which one's that Nat? Was he um, Nat, Nat- Nazi. Um, Nazi, yeah. I'm sure it's pronounced Niaji, but probably Nazi. Yeah, but that, the whole um, the story about how he left Inter kind of came out in in court over the winter. He essentially falsified his player registration in order to leave Inter on a free transfer. So when he moved to India, mm. um, Inter got fined quite a lot of money. He got fined quite a bit as well as a person. Um, it went through the courts and and the Palolito kind of hit him quite hard. It turned out he's been selling his collection of football shirts on classicfootballshirts.com. Um, some of his... Because I, I completely forgot he was at Birmingham for a short period of time. Oh, yeah. And his some of his Birmingham kit is popping up on there now. So, there you go. obviously got to pay that fine. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't one of you show that there was a, an old uh, Hoyek or, or an old Finland shirt on there for like four or 500 euros? So I guess maybe that's one of his. He's trying to rake in as much as he can for the, for the fine. Yeah, I mean, there's a big markup on that site. I mean, I, I almost bought a Sammy Ristiller hacker shirt a couple of years ago. It was on eBay for a tenner. And I forgot to bid and Classic Football Shows, it popped up on there a week later for nearly £150. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I don't think he's got an awful lot of money out of them. But because uh, uh, he, he played in uh, Kolkata with Jaskalainen yeah. and before he got binned out of there as well. So. Oh, well. Couple, couple more teams to go. So, um, FC Lahti. Oh, yeah. Well, they've got a nice new kit. Um, yeah, mm, they say um, Hambo's, Hambo's back. They also signed the uh, wonderfully named Dimitri Mbongo of the famous 80s juice drink. Um, <laughs> but he looked good in, in pre-season as well. He looked really dangerous. I think he scored a couple of times against uh, Asuka, actually. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, he looked, he looked strong. He's come from Germany. Um, Lati have signed Timmy Lati. Yeah. So, uh, yes, nominative determinism there. But, um, it needs to be there. Yeah, and um, the, the former club of Littmanen have signed Kuningus. So. Yeah, that was, that was a nice touch. <laughs> yeah. Um, they, they also got Karyagibor. Yeah. Yeah. Who's got, I, I reckon he'll have a couple of good years left in him. He's, uh, he's done for the national team, obviously, but... Um, mm. He's, he's still a good. I think. I think Miko Hauhia retired, and he was that kind of bombing fullback. And I think Carrie's a good replacement for for Hauhia, So Yeah, in fact, look at that list. They've sort of had three sort of big names retire, haven't they? So Lager Blum and Lager Blum. as well. Yeah, yeah. Say, Nioki, I think we talked a lot about Asiko. Lots of players have come in. And I haven't seen many of them play. Yeah, even in the <laughs> even in the Sulman Cup games that did take place, um, the the teams that started the the first game I saw was was very young, and players, first team players, if you like, were coming back into the squad game by game. 
Uh, for example, I, I, I didn't see Tuko play. Um, he maybe did play one of the last games, but I didn't see it. Um, I think one thing that really warmed my heart was Matej Radetzky coming back. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he left a couple of years ago, nasty injury, and I was really touched to see him come back to, uh, to Sainioki. And that's like to see him really, really make it work this year. Yeah, and um, I know this caused some issues when it came out. They signed that uh, Krasnicki, who I think was a he's, he was born in England, I think, or he he's grew up in England, um, and he was a Kosovan youth international or under twenty one. But he actually was playing a lot of non league down my way um, in the sort of he also played I think for Billericay I think before they got their money. I think he, yeah, he's done a lot of English non-league and all of a sudden he's gone to uh, Asiko. So um, their scouting network is tremendous. Interesting. <laughs> well, let's keep an eye keep an eye on that one. The yeah. other one that was interesting was uh, Walter Vitala, goalkeeper. Yeah. yeah. He came in from Sandefjord in Norway, but where was he before? In, in uh, the Vegas. He was in... No, no, he's in the, he won the Vekas Liga with Marian Ham. Yeah, of course. Yeah, four years ago. And he was the keeper. And then he went to, to Denmark, to Aalborg, I think he was at. And then another one. And because they got relegated, I think they got relegated at Aalborg. Um, but uh, I think he's about 26 now, something like that, 25, 26. He's another one. He's another one of those players who, who you know, if he has a, if he has a good run in Asiko, he could be in this, he could be on the plane. This time next year, who didn't have a shot, didn't have a chance in hell like two months ago. Yeah. So the, the interesting thing is that, that Mikel Axelou kind of left at the end of last season. And when I, I spoke to him at the end of season party, and he was very like, I don't know if I'm going to play. I, it depends if, if the right kind of offer comes along. So I was thinking he's halfway towards retiring, you know, he's only 30 ish. Um, and then there was Yesse Ust, who's in the squad and seemed like natural replacements come through. And then after the Sawman Cup games, they signed another goalkeeper. And I'd say that's two, again, two decent goalkeepers. A lot of good it did us in the last few years, having two decent goalkeepers. <laughs> you can't play them both at the same time, can you? <laughs> well, you, you could. Maybe it's worth it. <laughs> hey, I, I think I was, I was looking at, the, if you look at that massive list of players out, Mosa, Hataka, Urme, Melo, Mololo, I think I'm pretty sure they're the same name as we read out when Eremenko rocked up two years ago. <laughs> as players coming in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, okay, so let's go on to Rops. That's a, that's a shorter list. I can fit that list into one, into the screen on my, on my laptop. Quarte yeah. um, was there before. Um, and I remember him leaving under some sort of cloud. I, I remember it being quite funny. I just can't remember why, um, which says a lot really about about Rops. But they they've re-signed him. I think he he actually played, or oh, he might have been in the squad for one of the Nigerian World Cups. I think it was twenty fourteen. He was in the squad. I don't think he played, um, but yeah, and he's had some pedigree. Um, but um, yeah, and uh, Jokelein and he was at Stoke for a period. He's gone back to Olu, where he's from. He's basically they Olu. I know they're not in this division. They essentially crowdfunded his wages. Um, 
he's gone back there. But um, yeah, they've they've lost sort of Reguero and, and Lingman's gone back to Hoiko, but they've signed Cali Katz as a on loan as a as a replacement. He's uh, he's seen as quite a sort of good up and coming centre half. And on to Hucker. We're near the end. Yeah, we've got two more clubs to go. Ooh. FC FC Hucker. Yeah, oh, Mido, of course. Mm. We, we kind of touched on these a little bit earlier, but uh, Keke's boy, Ero Markkanen, come back, bounced around a few few different leagues, maybe dropping down more and more. Is it, is it Thailand that he's been playing in most recently? Indonesia. Okay. Yeah. PSM Makassar. But he, um, I think he, like, Indonesia's fans are absolutely bonkers. So they've got a lot of love for him. They, uh, and I don't think it was an entirely bad experience for him there. He, he managed to score a few goals and he, um, yeah, came away, came away with a medal. And, uh, yeah, obviously now, I think, I think it's obviously, it was, he was just, it was a, it was a bizarre transfer because it was just a little bit off the radar. Mm. But, um, you know, he had it, he had a loan. He had a loan spell at Dresden. Didn't really, didn't really work out there. He also went to Denmark. Had a loan spell at Randers. That didn't really work out. So I, I mean, I, th- I just think it's really good for him to be back on familiar turf. You know, somewhere where he hopefully feels at home. He looks lean and mean, and hopefully he can score score a few goals. He does look mean, and I mean, I think that uh, mean lean. He does look lean. Looks like he's he's in good condition, and I think I think also like. There's not much that I mean. He went out there and he got like he got a bunch of games and scored a bunch of goals. I can't, I don't exactly remember how many, but but he did he did play and he did score right. So he's kept his fitness up and he's got got himself a bit sharp again. That's a good thing, and I think he should play in the Vegas Liga. He should be playing every week. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I didn't realise it was um, Mido had signed for him as well. Um, yeah, former Hoiko, and I think he he went to Bolton for a while when they were in the Championship. Yep, um, I think he played there, but um, he's very experienced. Yeah, well, I, yeah, I wonder if I wonder I must I wonder if that's like a tiny old, like I wonder if they ever played together. Because um, he might did he ever did he ever hmm. rock up at Sunderland? Mido, I don't think he did. No, no, okay, no, maybe not. Yeah, I've what just found the, out about um, Quarte. He, he left. He was released because he thought he was better than all his teammates. Have sacked him, and now he's back. And now he's back. <laughs> Maybe popular. he was right. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed with him. Yeah. <laughs> what was the score with um, Maximus Tiny? Did it was he released from Tottenham's academy? Or? Um, yeah, I think he. I mean, I, I, to be honest, didn't really follow it an awful lot because I Spurs in it. But um, I, um, it, he went. I mean, he was. I think he was quite highly rated. He was getting sort of minutes and that, but I think it, again, it's the direction Spurs are. It's one of those. I think for, for the sake of his career, I mean, where is he going to sit in their youth team, do nothing, um, go out on a couple of loans, or go somewhere he's going to get regular football? And let's be honest, you know, his dad's the manager. So um, I think this is the third club, third club of his dad's he's been at now. Um, after it was he was Auxerre, I think before this as well. Yeah. So um, yeah, but um, I, I mean, you know, I, I'd seen clips of him playing for Finland youth teams. I think he always looked quite impressive. But yeah, seeing him now as a must be an adult now. But um, 
getting regular minutes, it's yeah, can't be a bad thing. Agree. FBS last last uh, team in our list of transfers yeah. to cover. Who wants to? Who wants? To, you, you mentioned the name Imbongo earlier as being the best name, but I think they've got a better <laughs> a better one because he's got more names. Um, <laughs> Kabamba Tumba Kalabatum. Kalabatama, oh, I nearly did it as well, um, has come in from Norway. A- anyone else in the in that um, list? Well, I, I can't see him on that list. My, I, maybe my site's not working. They've signed Rodney Strasser, who was a Ghanaian centre-forward who played for AC Milan the last time they won the league and actually played enough games to win a medal in Serie A. So I'm not saying he was influential at the time, but um, he scored a goal. That was a winning goal as well. I actually I had to look that up before I slated him, but um, <laughs> it, was the, it was the winner in a one nil win um, for for Milan's first team. So um, he's got some pedigree. And uh, again, at the time of recording today, they announced his um, his main sponsorship is a local hi fi shop. So um, <laughs> yeah. lovely, it's a co- lovely content. And I think they were showing him off his new Bose Bluetooth p- yeah. speaker thing. Judging by the rest of TPS is signing, he's, he's going to have to be proper good because <laughs> yeah. because that that team looks like it's uh, it's heading only one way. So it, it could be that the good the good news is they've got somebody a former AC Milan striker who's earned his AC is is Serie A medal, which is fair to say. I hope he's good. I hope he's still got it because if they don't, then TPS are only going to go. But we'll Ooh. save we'll save those kind of comments for the next for the show that we do for the prediction oh, yeah. show. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think unless anyone else has got anything to add, maybe it's a good time to wrap up. We've been gassing for the best part of an hour. What I would say about Zoom is there's no little timer. It'd be handy if there was a little timer and I could see. Um, there, there is. I can see it on my one, one hour seven minutes. Is it? Where is that? I don't have it. Uh, I, it's got on my iPad app. Uh, oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Just before we do go, yeah, I don't know. You know, you know. As I mentioned before, I'm quite depressed at the fact that I'm not heading to Denmark this weekend. But um, just to get me in the mood, anyway, I've, I've decided to slip on my fan ID. Oh, is that what you're oh. wearing? I saw that round your neck. Just uh, give it. Uh, do I look a bit criminal for my trip to Russia? You look like you get in, but maybe not out. <laughs> <laughs> but I, uh, so there is some good news. I got a phone call from Aeroflot, and they will be uh, processing my refund in the next six months. So oh, cheers. <laughs> Just well, in time for you to book the next flight. Yeah. Uh, well, they haven't announced the schedule yet. I um, only this morning got my refund for the hotel in Copenhagen. So, um, yeah, they, they've left it late, but they said you can have a voucher to put within 12 months, but without knowing when the games are, yeah. it's a waste of time. And I think at one point they said Copenhagen weren't even sure they'd be able to host any games next summer. It's all so, very um, sad. Yeah. Yeah, it will be interesting to see how that all how that all plays out, how, how all of it all plays out. And the next time we get together, we won't be any... Any the wiser because we're doing a prediction show, so we won't really know how mm. how it's all happening. But maybe we'll have an update on fans getting into the ground. We'll have yeah. an update on our opinions about how things are going to go, and we'll we'll be able to look back at the uh, Swarman Cup 
uh, at least the, the the next round. And I, I don't know if they're they're playing these quite quickly, so we might have a couple of rounds. Too. Yeah, I think, I think they're playing the next. By the time the Vegas League is back, I think they'll be at the semi-finals. Yeah, yeah. So we'll have a we'll have a look at that. Hopefully, uh, hopefully all this is out of the way by the time the Nations League creeps round, because with those couple of local games, we're uh, we'll be looking forward to that. Don't book your flights just yet. <laughs> yeah, Any, anyway. <laughs> or the bus. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's let's call it a day. Remember, you can join our new or follow our new Facebook page for advance warning of the next show. Uh, you'll also find a link to our Facebook group so you can join or you know start a conversation. Uh, there's links in the show notes to the Facebook page, the group. Check his fancy new Instagram page and his even fancier, even newer YouTube channel. Uh, remember, you can follow all of us on Twitter. I'm Explore Finland. Mark, who are you? FC Swami. Keke, who are you? Keke Mullari. And Rich, who are you? Escape to Swami. Indeed. And so, goodbye to you three until the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Finnish Football Show. I'm going to play some music.